0: now i'm not here to hurt any feelings uh cp i'm not here to hurt any feelings you know i I just i just came up with a random topic i just want to talk about the day you know what i'm saying i've been seeing all the videos going on all week long and you know i just yeah i just got a question do black content creators suck at YouTube? I mean, I, I think that's a legit question we should ask, man. And when I say black content creators, I'm talking about uh, content creators who talk about black-centric topics. Not YouTubers who happen to be black, but those who talk about black-centric topics, where there's relationships, pro-black babble, or some other some other ignorance that we all have grown fond over, over the years. Right. You know, I just, I just wonder if it's, a, you know, I'm just asking, is this a legit do black YouTubers just suck at YouTube? And maybe this is why so many people appear to be up in their fields over just pearly things. Right. Cause you know, I, I think it's really has to boil down to the success of this chick's channel. The money. listen, I showed y'all a video, not a video, but I did in my last video about pearly things. Matter of fact, I'll pull it up, hold up. Let's go to our favorite website, social blade. You look up just pearly things real quick. Give me a second. Let me share my screen. Here we go. All right, Let me make it bigger. y'all see these numbers right here? (laughs) Do y'all see these numbers on your screen? This is just pearly things. Channel started April 6, 2020. This channel isn't even three years old yet. It'll be three years old next Friday, but it's not even three years old yet. This channel, according to Social Blade, is doing upwards of $4.5 $4.5 million a year. This channel is getting on average 3.1 million views a day. She's doing according to this upwards of $12,000 a day. And I told y'all these numbers when it comes to the money is off because they only base this on the CPM rate of up to $4. But if you know anything about YouTube, and you have a monetized channel. Depending on the topics you talk about, you can have CPM rates as high as thirty dollars. Because my Tech G channel, my CPMS range anywhere between twenty-five to thirty dollars. So if I'm doing twenty-five to thirty dollars on my tech channel that don't even get a fraction of the views this chick gets, I can only imagine her CPM has got to be around at least twenty dollars. So if her CPM is $20, this $12,000, you might as well say this thing is probably pushing $20,000 a day. Right? And let, let's go look at something else. I, I, I noticed about Pearl because um, I saw that video where Six, the Goddess, and, and Danica Marie were talking about Pearl. And then that one dude came up on there he was like, he's unsubscribed from Pearl. And he was, uh, uh, he, he unsubscribed from her memberships. And one of the girls was like, you was paying for a membership? So I went and checked out her page and I looked at, let's, I looked at her memberships. Pearl got a membership level, the diamond level. She is pushing $500 memberships on her channel for $500 at the diamond level. You get a 30-minute one-on-one call with her once a month. Her, the next level below that is $100, where you get to connect with her on social media. Then she got $10 a month. Then she got 5 But Pearl has a $500 membership level, y'all. Now, out of, out of the 1.38 million people that are sub to her channel, I'm going to go ahead and say out of the 1.38 million people sub to her channel, I'm going to go ahead and say I wouldn't be shocked if there are about at least 50 to 100 people paying her $500 a month just to get a 30-minute phone call with her once a month. Like I don't believe that's out of the realm of possibilities with a channel that big that she could probably get about 500 to uh, not well, hell, well, let's just say 50 to 100 people giving her $500 a month. I think that is extremely realistic for her. You know what I'm saying? If you guys know anything about YouTube memberships, that's money in the bag. So as long as people keep paying their membership, because I got memberships set up on my channel, my most expensive membership is $15 a month right you know i got some people you know i got i i got i got quite a few people sign up for memberships but the memberships come in handy because you know so as long as people keep paying their memberships i i don't really have to produce a whole lot of content on that channel and still j- derive the same type of money you know what i'm saying but you know but my channel is totally different from hers but she got $500 a month memberships b she clocking12,500 dollars a day, bare minimum off YouTube. And this was before well, I'm not going to say this before, but before she became the talk of the town this week, these numbers were still around 10,000. It went up, obviously because she's the talk of the town this week, right? Because matter of fact, you can see it right here. on Tuesday for some reason she ended up doing 12 million views in one day that translated on a high end to $48,000 in one day. I think this is when all, when she became the talk of the town in black YouTube, right? But before that, she was still doing, look at, look at the numbers on the high end. Like I say, these numbers are con- extremely conservative. These numbers are probably way more higher than, than what's being advertised on this site. So it just makes me wonder with all the conversations going around this pearl of white supremacists. Is she this? Is she that? Is she truly apologetic? Why are these brothers over here like obsidian caping for the white women's? And I mean I've been hearing niggas like, who, who was I listening to? Was it Obsidian? I was listening to somebody. I don't, I don't know if it was obsidian, but anyways, it may have been obsidian or Ramil. I don't know. But niggas was really in the niggas had called in and was re- it, it was ready to go to blows over this chick. Oh matter of fact, I think it was Ramil's channel I was listening to earlier. Some Negro called in talking about she disrespecting our ancestors, you cone ass nigga. Got it! I'm talking about niggas was like, like, bruh, niggas was ready to if, if this was the metaverse, it'd be on and popping. Niggas would be in there throwing blows in the metaverse. Like, like negroes are really getting irate over this crap. We all I, I watched some of Jason Black's video. He got another video coming out this Friday where he's gonna be going in on the lead professor. And you know, I, I've been seeing all these videos. And I'm just like, what is the what is the real problem here? Right? You got a white chick who said slavery, uh what well she well, well once she's accused of talking to a white supremacist named Nick Fuentes, right? right now now keep in mind this is a white person talking to another white person on her channel (laughs) you know what i'm saying it's it's a white you know y'all don't want niggas to talk to white people so fine she's talking to a white person on her channel but 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 she got she got a bunch of black peoples who uh who who work for her channel yeah but it's still her channel you know what i'm saying like it's 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 called just pearly things It's not called just African things. It's not called just Black British things. It's called just pearly things. And this is the the channel avatar right here. It's just this cheesy looking HR photo that got put up. So, you know, that that leads me to believe that this is her channel. She created it, she runs it, and she, she can pretty much do whatever she wants to do on her channel. Now, during the conversation, she said something about slavery, how people look at slavery and then they try to make it seem worse than what it was now here's the thing i honestly when i heard that i struggled to find out what what was the problem with what she said what was the problem one we all know slavery was a horrible horrible deal we all listen we've all seen the the movies we've all watched hidden colors about a thousand times uh, uh listen we all know all this crap but that still doesn't subtract from what she said, where some people will still take slavery, right? Let's just say, let's just say on a scale of one to ten, slavery's a 10 for being just straight up horrific. You'll still have people who take that that event that's on a 10 for you know just being straight up horrific, and they'll try to take it and blow it up to be a 20 by adding extra stuff to it. You know what I'm saying? Like like take Tariq Nasheed's buck breaking. Now I haven't seen buck breaking, right? But if I know a lot about Tariq because I've been listening to this dude for a long time, right? I'm talking about going all the way back to like 2010, so I, I'm very versed in the mindset of Tariq, right? If you listen to him long enough, you would honestly think that every slave was being buck broken back in the day, like like that was just a everyday theme. As soon as you wake up, master master buck breaking you send you out to the field, pick your cotton, you go work in a house, doing what you do. As soon as your shift is over, you got to go up the master's room and get buck broken. Like that is the narrative he would have you to believe is that every single slave, every single day is getting buck broken in the literal sense that he means it. All right. Because you've all seen that the images he used. Let's go look it up. Let's see if we can find Tariq Nasheed buck broken. Let's see if we can find some of the imagery he used to promote this film. Because he it was he was using some very suspect images. Oh, right here. Here goes one. All right. Well, here, here goes one. Uh, so I, I'm trying not to show all these images because you know we, we're just gonna flash them real quick. <laughs> but he would make he would have you to believe that yes, yes, Gokiza. Tariq Nasheed would have you to believe that it was nonstop. it was a non-stop bussy palooza going on, like every single day. And to to the uneducated, I just discovered my blackness when I created my YouTube account type of Negro out there. You never really paid attention in school and history, because you got, let's just keep it a buck. A lot of Negroes who are coming up these days, they ain't learning a damn thing in school about history. I mean, they're learning, you know, the basic generic history stuff, slavery, white folks did this, Indian War, Revolution, Confederate, you know, the, the Civil War. They're not getting rid of these the, the so-called groundbreaking detailed analysis into the, into the black trauma, right? And I'm not saying that they shouldn't get exposed to this stuff. But the problem is when you come to YouTube as a young adult, and you never really, you didn't have parents that really gave a damn about Black history or even teaching you anything. Because I mean, how many, how many, how many young people do y'all know can, can, can go out there and identify their great grandparents are crying out loud. But anyway, that's a whole other conversation for another day. So you come to YouTube and you discover these pro blacks, and then all of a sudden you become a pro black. Yeah, yeah. And then Tariq and she hits you with some buck breaking stuff, right? And now he's over here dropping images that look that look like this right here. We're gonna get that off the screen because you know YouTube you would think that, man, this was what was going on during slavery the entire time. Like they just taking the biggest, roughest, toughest slave they can find, forcing them into a spread eagle, and Massa just tearing them up after, after he'd been out there picking cotton all day. That's what I think Pearlie was kind of alluding to because th- that's how I took it when I heard it. I was like, yeah, I can see people who would take something horrible like that and then adding extra stuff onto it to make it seem even more horrible than than, than what it actually was. Like it's already horrible at a level at the maximum level of 10, but now they want to add extra stuff on there to try to, to try to jack it up the level 20 (laughs) when 10 is the limit. And we see this in other facets. Take police brutality. Cops is hunting us. Cops is killing us. Jason Black, Let him tell it. As soon as you walk out your house, these white folks is on your butt, ready to clap you in these streets, right? Let Sean King tell it. Let Tariq tell it. Let uh, Boyce Watkins tell it. Michi, like all of the, you know, let some of these politicians tell it. All of them. But when you actually look at what is, what are the statistical odds of you actually being a victim of police brutality? And I've done like two or three videos live in front of your face where I did the math for you. Like this is how you calculate the odds of you becoming a victim of police brutality. When we do all the math, we discover it breaks down to like a 0.003% chance of you actually being victimized by a cop, whether justified or unjustified. But you listen to... The Negro whisperers out there, they constantly maximize the minimum. They'll take an event that occurs at a a super minute, very minimum chance of something happening and blow it up and maximize it to make it seem like this is just an everyday thing that goes on and why you need to be scared. I mean, listen to all these regular random Negroes that y'all know that ain't never been arrested a day in their life. They out there paying their taxes, going to work, raising their families. They at the gym. They going on vacations, blah, 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 blah. But these Negroes are terrified of the police. Ain't never had one bad interaction with a cop a day in their life, but they terrified of the police. (laughs) They pushing 40, 50 years old, got maybe one or two speed tickets every 10 years, but they terrified that the moment they get pulled over, Mr. Charlie is going to pull out and bust on them just because they black. Why? It's because niggas will take something that's horrible. Let's just say being a victim of police brutality, it can be a horrible thing. It legit can be. We all saw what happened to that dude that got beat up by the Scorpion squad out in uh, Memphis, Tennessee, not too long ago. Five cops ran down on that black dude, beat him so bad he died yes it can be a horrible thing but that's not the everyday that that doesn't happen every day i told you guys before this is like when you see videos of police brutality it's the equivalent of an airplane falling out the sky and making national news why do how come airplanes when they fall out the sky they make national news it's because it is such a rare event traveling in an airplane is safer than driving in a car Car accidents happen every single day. There was probably at least 20 of them in your city that happened today. They just don't make the news because it happens so much. Airplanes, on the other hand, that doesn't happen that often. But when it does, it's all over the TV. Same thing like police brutality, right? It doesn't happen, that especially especially when it happens on to a black person. It doesn't happen that much. But when it does, it's all over the TV. But then people add on to it. Like, like I said, It's a bad, depending upon the circumstances, like, like, oh, buddy in Tennessee, that was a bad, that was bad. Them cops got to go to jail, but that's not the everyday standard. People have added on to it to make it seem worse and worse than what it really is, which alludes back to what Pearl said. They use this to try to control you. So when she said that on her show, I was like, what are Negroes? What's, what's the, what's the, what's the problem? They, that's what that's what actually happens. Whether it's with black folks, we can even throw in the small hats with with their event that happened back during, You know when, during, under Nazi Germany. You don't think that they have they haven't gone over and embellished the hell out of that event to a certain extent. <laughs> you don't think that actually happened, like everybody every every nasty event tied to some demographic. I'm pretty sure. As history moves forward, the stories get the, the the story gets worse and worse and worse. Like extra stuff is just added on to it to a certain extent. Right. Like it's kind of like um, you all ever play that game as a kid where somebody says something in your ear and then you got to say the message to the next person in their ear. Then they say it to the next person. And then by the time the message gets back to you, it's a totally different message from what you told the first person. Or they don't add it on all types of other crap to it, which may, you know, you might have said something like, I have an apple. By the time that thing is whispered to 10 people, it gets back to you. Now you got a pineapple and an orange and a cherry and a, and a, and a freaking grapefruit. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, this is what this is what people do, man, when they just get to telling stories and they're trying to craft and shape narratives. So I, I personally didn't understand what the, what the, what the confusion was. Like, well, I mean, I, I didn't see what she said was wrong. I thought, yeah, that's what people do. <laughs> that's what happens. You know what I'm saying? That's what happens. And then when you have a lot of ignorant people out there that consume all of their knowledge from TikTok or random YouTube videos that random people put up and I can throw you can throw me into the random category as well. But when people get all their information from these medias and these out and these out these um outlets, well, you know I'm pretty sure it's going to be some wild stories flying all over the place. All right. Because it ain't like niggas is going to the library. When the last time y'all seen niggas at the library? Well, anybody. <laughs> when the last time y'all seen anybody? When the last time y'all seen niggas is posted up at the library reading books. It ain't, it ain't like niggas is going up there trying to read and research this stuff themselves, right? Let's just, let's just keep it a buck. Matter of fact, go to any black person's house. How many black people do you know that actually have books in their house? Books without pictures. You know what I'm saying? Are very minimal pictures. Like, like how many of y'all know? And don't sit here and be like, yeah, I know some people. You know, a onesie and twosie, like everybody else knows a onesie and twosie. All right. I mean, we know niggas ain't reading. Go to Baltimore City. They said, like, damn it, 90% of them kids can't read. So you know niggas ain't reading. And 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 those and those people that come out of Baltimore City that can't read, right? They, they can't read at a functional level to where when they graduate high school, they 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 can read basic paperwork. These are the same people who are on social media creating TikTok accounts, Instagram accounts, and they're eventually gonna find their way into YouTube, into the black YouTube space. And they're they're gonna be the new flock of people coming in here, and they're gonna get they're gonna get enthralled by the eloquent words wordsmith of a person like jason black and tariq nasheed to the point where they just believe anything these niggas say (laughs) and then that's how we get here to where now we got a bunch of ignorant negroes who obviously couldn't understand what pearl was saying they just didn't like the fact that it was a white person speaking about slavery and that brings me to another point right you always hear black folks say white people shouldn't be talking about slavery that's a black conversation no it's not Slavery is an American conversation because here's the thing. Here's the thing I've always wondered: How come if black people were slaves in slavery, and we're the only ones allowed to talk about slavery, how come white folks who were the slave masters and the and the overseers, how come they can't talk about it? They were just they were as as they played an active role in slavery as much as the actual slave, right? The plantation owner, he owned the slaves. He owned the plantation. The overseers who were walking around on the horses or whatever with the whips, overseeing and managing the slaves, they were on They were on the plantation. So basically what I'm saying is slavery isn't just a, a black conversation because there were white folks who were actively involved in the institutional structure of slavery as well. So how can you exclude a group from the conversation that was just as much of the institution that black people were like, like that doesn't make sense. That never made sense to me. When I hear people say that you white, you can't talk about it, but then you'll turn around and then, but then you'll turn around and be like, yo white, yo, your white ancestors owned us. Well, well then technically they can talk about it because their ancestors were just in the middle of it on the, on obviously on the wrong end of it. Just like, our ancestors were <laughs> but anyway so I, I never understood that man but regardless of all that it leads us to what's, what's really going on with these black youtubers i don't heard conversations about pearl oh she ain't attractive she ugly oh she did this oh she's just slumming she's slumming in black youtube you know that's that's the thing when when white folks hang out with black people is slumming you never notice. Listen, I don't I don't hear so many black people say that it's slumming. Why do black folks view themselves in such negative connotations in reference to white people? Every time you hear a black person say something about a white person that's around black people it's slumming. Meaning they're coming down to the slums, to the to the dirty side of town where all the devious and and craziness and and all, all the ratchetness goes on like you don't think high enough of yourself to be like damn this white person should be honored to be around my super intelligent ass cuz I'm the, I'm the shit I'm that nigga like you never hear these people make reference of themselves in high regards when white folks come around they only they always reference themselves in low regards when white folks come around and it speaks to this whole inferiority complex so many black people have especially those who ride out with the pro black fist in the air these are some of the most inferior black people i've ever i've ever seen in my life i mean i recognize this as as a child i told i remember the first time i came across a pro a black was it like 91 92 i was 11 or 12 years old it was it was a dude that i know which is weird cuz later on this this particular dude he's like 2 or 3 years older than me anyways <laughs> It's weird in, in regards to him. Because I, I tell you the story. So I was going to the bus stop, waiting on the bus to pick me up. This older dude, I'm not going to say his name because I don't know if he listens to my podcast. But I remember we was at the bus stop. I was like 11, 12. He was like 15 or something like that. And he had an African medallion around his neck. And like I said, I was 11 or 12. And I asked him, like, what, what is that? I mean, At the time, this is what hip-hop was about. African medallions, Afro fits. I mean, I knew what it was, but I didn't fully understand it. Because I wasn't like super paying attention to it then he started telling me all this stuff about the white man this the white man that yada 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 we need the power to the people he gave me the whole speech so that was like my introduction to the first quote-unquote woke, woke person but anyways fast forward into the future this so-called woke person who's like like i said he's like three or four years older than me he is a celebrity hairstylist right now and he is flaming homosexual so that's the ironic part about it right i mean i'm not going to go beyond that like like i say he is a he is a celebrity hairstylist who uh who got some serious limp risk limp risk action going on but i just remember he was the first person that i ever saw that was a pro black you know what i'm saying but anyways i kind of started even even at a young age like i said i've been exposed to these people in in a certain in, in in ever since the 90s then I went to a all I went to an all black college, HBCU, Tuskegee University. We had them niggas out there on campus too. But regardless, I say all that to say, even back then, I recognized to a certain extent that man, these people have like extremely low self-esteem about black people. It's like they want to take this message and try to pump black people up. Yeah, we can we can do this, we can do that. Black power, we kings and queens, and and we don't age and yada yada. You know, all this, all this BS. But then the moment you compare yourself up directly against a white person you use the most negative descriptors and adjectives about black people that you can come up with hence the reason people always say stuff like when white people come around black people they slum it it's like damn why can't they be honored to be why, why can't this be the best decision this white person ever made to be in the presence of your black ass because you got so much going on with yourself why do you choose to use slumming <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to me but so these are some of the conversations that have been going on but this leads me back to the bigger question do black people just suck at youtube black youtubers who make black centric content do you just suck at youtube because pearl the 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 homely looking white chick and yes she is homely pearl is not going to be Grayson. she's not going to to my knowledge I don't foresee her getting any, uh, any, any her, 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 being classified as a, as a Sports Illustrated supermodel anytime soon, right? I, I don't see her getting being the next Victoria's Secret runway model. I, like, I just don't see any of that happening. She just looks like the everyday average basic white chick. But this white chick appears to be an expert mastermind at YouTube, to the point where. She can inject her plant. Because look, when you look at Pearl, this ain't a white chick that looks like she's black. Y- y'all know the stereotypical white chicks that date black dudes? Well, they got that. Let me see if I can find a picture. The, the, y'all know what I'm talking about. The white chick haircut who dates black men. Let me see. Right here. This is the stereotypical I date black men. I got mixed children haircut for a white woman. We all know the white girls that hang around black people and they take on the mannerisms of black people all the way down to how they cut their hair. I mean, I've known plenty of white chicks like this, plenty of them. And every last one of them dates a black dude at the, at the bare minimum. They'll go down to a Hispanic, but they, they, they don't like dating white dudes. They, they've had enough. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's all Hispanics or black dudes. That's all they want. And you can normally tell by how the hair is cut, the angle of the hair, you can almost tell the shade of blackness. Like, like this woman's hair right here, the way it's cut at this this angle, I can almost promise you she dating a dark skin nigga that looks like Tretch from Naughty by Nature. I can almost promise you, right? Because I've been around so many of these chicks, they all got it, it, it's, it's like it's like encoded in their DNA. This is what they got to do. Pearl, she don't fit that mold. She looks like literally a straight up stereotypical American pie, white chick. Like like literally the, the the classic American pie, white girl. She literally looks like this, but she manages to come into the black space and talk about some black issues or some relate. Well, really she's here's the thing. She's really just having general relationship conversations. It just happens. She has a bunch of black people who's talking about this stuff. So somehow she's made herself her her way into the to the black YouTube algorithm and into the manosphere. And in less than three years, she's putting up numbers like this. Four point five million dollars on the board. Like I say, this number is probably higher. This is just like I say, if you read the screen, this says this is based off of a maximum of four dollars CPM. Like I say, there are YouTube channels, like my other YouTube channel, I get as high as $30 CPM. So I know if I'm doing 30 on my little small tech channel, I can almost promise you she's probably doing 20, 25, maybe $30 CPMs. So, which means that this number is going to be, you know, a little bit more higher. But she's, she's managed to build a channel up in less than three years to do $4.5 million. You got black people out here. Like uh what's her name? Six the goddess. Six the goddess. Hey, this chick right here. Uh, let me find this chick right here is 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 the standard of what all black YouTubians think a B-dub should look like in terms of physique. Slim, small waist. Junk in the trunk, tiggle bitties, melanin. Like, go 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 find any random black. I highly doubt you can find one random black YouTuber who thinks this is not an, an attractive chick. You no, know, this chick is fine as fuck. I'm, I'm gonna keep it up. This, this is a fine ass chick. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't I don't know of anybody that would say this chick is ugly. No, this chick is gorgeous. You know what I'm saying? Let's go to her channel. Let's go. Let's see if we can find. Six the Goddess. I don't know when she started posting, but she's had a channel coming up on 13 years. Don't know when she started posting. Could have been two years ago. I don't freaking know. How come she ain't booming like that, man? This chick got the complete package. You know, when these females came to YouTube, all they got to do was just jiggle their titties in front of the camera. You know what I'm saying? Put on a little sex appeal and niggas go crazy. How is it that this plain Jane white chick over here? How is it that this plain Jane white chick over here? That's pearly things. who who don't look nothing like a six, the goddess. Like, why are their numbers so drastically different? I mean, you would think six, the goddess, like I say, she got the whole package, B. She got the whole package according to what black men say they want in a women's. The looks, feminine, the body is banging. She's a black women's. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, she got, she got the whole the package down to a T. This is probably one of the baddest chicks in black YouTube. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to put it out there. This chick is bad. But it doesn't translate over into social media success, man. How is it that this chick looks, looks like that? This chick is damn near a 10. I give her, I give her, I, look, I give six. I give that chick about a a, 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 a strong uh, a eight to a nine. That I mean, that, that's just how bad this chick is. I I'm, I put it out there. I'm gonna give her a damn nine. I don't. I I can't give her a full blown ten because I don't know much about her. But just based off of what I'm seeing here, oh, I'm giving her a nine all day long. That's that's an easy nine for me. That's an easy nine. A strong nine. Like, like, if we was playing spades, nigga, we finna, we finna run the table. Like, that's that's just how confident I am in giving that out. <laughs> we, we finna pull a 10 out here, right? How come that ain't translating over into in YouTube success, man? How is it that playing Jane every day, you know, American Pie, when she gets out the shower her hair just looks all kind of toe up from the floor how is it that this chick is able to generate a create a channel in less than three years that that's pulling in millions of dollars but this chick and danica marie how you spell danica let's go look her up be I mean, Danica Maria, another fine chick. Like, let's just keep it a buck. These, these women are not unattractive. These women are fine. Uh, six the Goddess looks better, but th- these women... I'm trying to find a... Let's just go with that. Like, th- these women are not ugly chicks. Right? Uh Nika Marie, Dope Discussions. 148,000. She's been on YouTube since 2016. So she uh, just passed six years. Like I say, these numbers, her numbers are probably higher. So like I say, it says 16,000. I I firmly believe she's making more money than that. Same thing with us, Six to Goddess. But they ain't making money like this. But they got... Like I said, you look at these pictures. These are fit, feminine, attractive women, right? Black women's at that. But this, this, this everyday run-of-the-mill white chick you'd see walking around Walmart, she got the Walmart look. She killing these. She killing these Negroes, men and women. She killing it she is killing it so it makes me wonder well damn what what could it be maybe black people just suck it maybe black content creators those who are black who happen to talk about black centric topics maybe we all just suck as content creators man i'm throwing myself into that as well maybe we suck maybe black youtubers legit just suck at content creation we can't. Re- we don't really like. O'Shea always talks about this. You don't want to get into the business. You don't want to invest in equipment, lights, microphones, studio. You know, we got a couple of niggas who do that here and there. But for the majority, most of us, we ain't trying to do all that crap. And we ain't trying to do all that crap, even when we are getting hundred dollars super chats, two hundred dollars. You know, we, we might make a couple thousand dollars a month off AdSense and super chats and Cash Apps, and we still won't take that money go and go and invest it, into it. I heard the day. He was talking about how Six the Goddess was in and around Kevin Samuels. I don't know if they was dating or they went out. I, I don't know. I really wasn't paying attention that much. I don't know what the deal was, but she had all exclusive access to Kevin Samuels, right? Probably had the nigga phone number, probably at the crib. She done took pictures with the nigga. They don't went out. She had all exclusive access to this dude. How come her channel ain't booming like Pearl's? Because it's to my understanding, Pearl went up to KS and dropped a bag on him. And I would imagine she probably dropped a hefty bag on him to learn the game. But this chick, from my understanding, had all access to the dude. And her channel ain't looking nothing like this. So it just makes me wonder, Regardless of how fine a chick may be, how talented a male YouTuber may be at rocking the microphone, pause, at, at uh, getting the crowd going with the topics, we're going to drag these B-dubs, we're going to cry about these white people all day, we're going to do that, you know, regardless of how talented you may be at that crap. It doesn't really translate into YouTube success. I mean, we think this is YouTube success. 53,000 subs. That's not bad. That's not bad. You're, you're, You're a big fish in a small pond, the small pond being black YouTube. But when we talk about YouTube, YouTube, Pearl ain't just a big fish. Nigga, this is a whole damn blue whale. One of them them damn, what do you call them damn giant whales out there? The one that, you know, she's one of them damn whales out there. Not just in black YouTube, but YouTube in general. Like, she a big dog for real. But she just looks like a basic, goofy white chick. You know what I'm saying? So it just makes me wonder, she might, you know, like I say, she might look basic she might not know certain things about certain topics but you can't deny she is a full blown subject matter expert at youtube i'm talking about she can she can literally listen y'all remember um what's his face the lead attorney when he hit about 50,000 to 100,000 subs he started selling a a, a youtube course how to be successful on youtube and i remember super sly made a video talking about i wouldn't pay that nigga that money i was like uh, i don't know because very few people will get a hundred thousand subscribers what if pearl okay ca- here's the thing who would you rather pay would you rather pay the lead attorney on a on a youtube masterclass, or would you rather pay pearl she came out with a youtube masterclass. like who would you guys who would you guys pay Would you pay, you know, would you would you pay lead attorney who got about two hundred thousand subscribers, or would you pay Pearl, who managed to in less than three years take a channel to to one point three million subs? Like who would you who would you more than likely put your money with, if you really want to get it booming on YouTube? Me personally, I'm gonna ride with Pearl. That's because you love the white women's. No, no, I don't. <laughs> I look, at, I look at it like this. I look at YouTube as it could be a business, like you, like O'Shea always says, as uh, uh, Obsidian and everybody else always says. That's how I view it. That's why my other channel is almost double the size of my current channel. You know what I'm saying? So I, I treat it like a business on my other channel. Um, and if I, want, if I want to get the most bang for my buck, I'm going to go with the one that is putting numbers on the board. You know what I'm saying? Like, what what I'm saying is, in this space with Black YouTube, I think this. I think people's willingness to want to be quote unquote race loyal and only keep things bliggity black. You only talk to black people. You only do business with black people. Yada yada yada. I think that is 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 That is literally the digital version of putting up a a a bookstore or some type of brick and mortar store. And all you want is black customers to come in there. You're just gonna totally alienate, go, you know, go out and alienate the rest of the population. You just want black folks in there. Well, there's only so many black people in America. See, when I look at a business, I look at it, well, I want everybody's money, regardless of what I'm selling. If I'm selling some some dashikis, some incense, some musk oils, or I'm selling, you know, freaking roses. I want everybody's money, man. I don't want just one demographic. I want everybody money. On YouTube, I want everybody's eyeballs. Even if I am just talking about some nigga nonsense, I still want everybody's eyeballs to come look at this. Because <laughs> I want it because I would like to be, you know, we. Uh, if you're a content creator and you sit here and tell me, because you know, this is one of the lies I hate about YouTubers, man. This, this one gets on my nerves. I don't care if nobody watches my videos. Then so why do you make videos, nigga? You can go make videos on Facebook. They got a live feature over there. Why do you choose the biggest platform in the world for making videos that has probably the most options to monetize that content? Why do you come on this channel, this, this website, and make videos? Why not go to Facebook and make videos? They got, Like I said, they got a live feature over there. Why not, you know, go to TikTok instant, like why, why not go to Vimeo, go to Dailymotion? Like there are so many other video sharing websites and platforms out there. But you choose the number one. Well, I don't know if they're number one or in as it relates to TikTok. But the number one long form content, I should say, you choose the number one site in the world for long form content. <laughs> and then hop up on here, make your videos public. Put your pretty little thumbnails up there. You went to Canva like we all use Canva. Go make your thumbnails or you may be paying some random person on Fiverr. You you go out there, put all your keywords together. You put all these salacious titles together. And you upload that video and it gets like two, three hundred views. And then you turn around and say, I don't care if nobody watches my videos. No, no, you do care you do care negro you do care or else you wouldn't be making these videos and putting it on this website the problem is you suck currently doesn't mean you can't get better but currently you suck and look i can fall into that category too a lot of us can fall into that category all right youtube is a hard thing to do it ain't just that easy but if you wanna if you wanna step it up to, to the big boy league, to where you're not just a, a big black YouTuber, known just amongst the black YouTube space, but you you can you can you can put your foot down and damn near any genre of YouTube and it'll make waves. Well, you're gonna have to figure out what the hell did Pearly things figure out, man. What is she what did she figure out? What, what is, what does she know that the rest of us ain't figured out? What the hell did Kevin Samuels tell her? <laughs> Cause Kevin figured it out. What the hell did Kevin Samuels tell her that he didn't tell six, the goddess, even though she had all access to this dude in the real world. Probably. Like I say, she was probably at his crib. They don't probably went out and had dinner together once or twice. She don't you know, took pictures with the dude. They probably had each other's phone numbers, exchanging tech. Like, she had all access to this nigga when he was alive. But she ain't doing pearly numbers. But she looks so much better. Than, I mean, she, this chick is a, I gotta say, I give I give Pearl, she, she a nine. Can't give her a ten. She a nine. That's a bad chick. You know what I'm saying? But how come her channel ain't looking like all-American pie pearly? It's because Pearl, like Obsidian says, like O'Shea says, when it comes to YouTube, she views this as a business. She she appears to have treated this like a business, which is why she's getting the results she can get to the tune of 12, 000, uh, upwards of $12,000 a day. And like I say, this number is conservative. This number is probably higher than that, but we're just going to roll with what we got on the screen here. $12,000 a day. I'm pretty sure her number is higher than this, but I'm just saying it, it ain't nowhere near what Pearl's doing, but she got, she got all the, she got all the attributes that you would think would propel her to the top of YouTube. So it just makes me wonder, do black people just suck at YouTube because we just want to get on here, bump our gums, gossip, gossip, not really put any extra effort into it. If we're a, if you're a female, you figure out. Oh, let me go ahead and take some eye candy shots. Let me let me let me go ahead and mash my titties together so they're popping out the top of my turtleneck. Like this is this is what y'all do. But the basic plain Jane come through and just 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 blows niggas out the water. And then y'all want to get mad, man. She talking about slavery. She ain't got no business saying nothing about slavery or color people's times. Is she talking to the white supremacists like are you really mad at that? Or are you really mad at this? You see I'm I'm well'm I'm, I'm, I'm leaning towards I'm leaning towards this is the real reason people are mad. I'm leaning towards this is the real reason people are mad. She don't put retirement numbers up on the board. Like Pearl can just cut her YouTube off tomorrow and she could potentially just retire at the age of 26. Not work a day, in, day not, not not work ever again a day in her life if she do not want to. Hold up. I got a little Amber alert going off on of my phone. You know what I'm saying? We got niggas that been on YouTube coming up on 10 years, B. 10 years. And niggas ain't made nowhere near this type of money. Oh niggas will say they have. I'm making all this money, but you can't. They can't. They, they ain't never gonna really prove it or show it to you, you know. And I, I don't expect them to. I don't, I don't expect them to whip out the bank accounts and show y'all none of that crap. But she, she she's managed to do in three years what niggas have. N- Matter of fact, niggas have just started making money on YouTube and Black YouTube. And niggas have been around for ten so, almost ten years. Niggas have just now started making money. Now Tommy, he was making money out the gate because i've been i, I mean I, first time i watched the tommy video i think it was like 2009 nobody was really on youtube like that back in 2009 you know what i'm saying i think everybody was watching world star back then. but anyways most niggas have just started making money off youtube you know what i'm saying to where they can get up on here and start flexing and stunting on you every day but they've been doing this for 10 years she just came through in three years don't know what the hell she talking about half the time. She got to ask everybody else questions. You know, based off of what I saw, I'm not subbed to the chick. And she putting up numbers like this, man. I think this is what really makes people mad, man. I think this is what really got people in their feels is this white chick is smoking niggas. And subscribers, because you know, it's all about subscriber supremacy over here. But she can actually pull, you can just go, like I said, you just go to her social blade and look at the numbers, B. Nigga, she, she, can cut, she can cut at least a couple of y'all reparations checks right now. <laughs> Pearl can pay at least one or two of you niggas full-blown reparation checks right now. You know what I'm saying? Like them, The type of numbers she's putting up on here. And I think this is what's really pissing people off and why people are making video after video after video. Because just like Kevin Samuels, they want to get a piece of that money, man. They see what's cracking with her. You put Pearl's name in the title, you guaranteed to get views. Same thing with Kevin. Don't even matter what the hell you're talking about. You guaranteed to get some views. Guaranteed, which, you know, if you got a monetized channel, it's going to translate to a couple dollars for you. Guaranteed. But as soon as Pearl fades away, she doesn't become the hot topic, and we all move on to something else, niggas' numbers are going to drop back down to their normal levels. But meanwhile, Pearl, she's still going to be booming out in these streets. Her normal level is, this is her normal level. (laughs) This is her normal level. You know what I'm saying? We can only wish for a normal level like that. Most of us ain't never going to see it. So it just makes me wonder, do, do black people suck at YouTube? Black YouTubers, do we suck at YouTube because of the content we talk about, how we talk about it? Oh, yeah, because that, that reminds me. I was, matter of fact, somebody has, let me see, I was in Ramil's chat earlier and they were talking about that. Oh, Pearl shouldn't be talking about slavery. I left a comment. I said in the Ramil's comment, I was like, niggas are really mad over this slavery comment, right? But I'm like, y'all, the same niggas who, who always talk about catch a flight, pull up, you doxing niggas, calling niggas bitch ass niggas every five seconds. Like, 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 Negroes get on YouTube and do the absolute most, right? The absolute most. They'll find pictures of your kids. They'll find pictures of your dead relatives and drag. I mean, n- niggas will do the absolute most. <coughs> let let a white person say something about slavery or color people time. All of a sudden, it's a it's 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 a national tragedy everybody's a coon if you don't just automatically get on code it's like eh, but damn ain't you the same nigga that just said because one of the because when i said that in Ramil's chat one nigga in the chat went off on me that's why we gonna we gonna ride on you i was like nigga i live in florida pull up i'm gonna come see you nigga i'm like i'm like this nigga is literally in the chat threatening me b i mean i'm like like getting heated he misspelling words all over the damn place you can tell that nigga's thumbs was on Overdrive. I told that nigga because, you know, and then somebody was like, then he said something about what did he say? He said something about me being biracial or something like that. I was like, yeah, I am biracial. I'm half a, I told oh yeah, I told I'm half a Massa. <laughs> I'm half Massa. And I was like, if you don't shut up, I'm going to cut your foot off like Kunta, nigga. That's what I told him. But this nigga was just Twitter thumbs was on Overdrive, B. Oh, because I was just like, y'all the same people. Like I say earlier, you, you you dox people, you pull up people's pictures of their kids, talk about all oh, greasy about their families. You know what I'm saying? Just 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 the absolute most. But that don't that don't that don't offend you. That don't bother you. That's just that's just normal everyday business, how black folks get out, right? That's just how we get out. That's just, that just what black people do. And if you don't do that, then, you know, you're an uppity, you're a coon. You know, you're all this other crazy crap, right? As soon as a white person come around, say something about slavery, oh, Lord, man, Obsidian, why are you interviewing her? You a sell out Obsidian. Nah, I don't think so. I support, listen, I don't talk mad shit about Obsidian over the years. Right. I don't dislike obsidian. I know a lot of y'all think I do. Don't I know a lot of y'all think I do dislike him. I don't dislike obsidian. I think he's has his weird tendencies. I think he's a bit incelish to a little to a degree. But that dude is a very talented ass YouTuber. I mean, you can't deny that shit. That nigga is a is an extremely talented YouTuber, right? And you know he wants to be successful on YouTube. Out of, out of the so-called big three i personally think obsidian should have the most followers in my opinion i think he's way more influential than angry man and o'shea you No know, big ups to o'shea but you know i'm the i just i just think obsidian is the better he's the better of out of all the three and it's a shame he ain't got the subscribers as the rest of them right even if i disagree with like half the crap he says i, I still think he needs to be bigger on youtube but like he said in his live stream earlier, niggas don't support it. But now they mad at the white chick who appears to be supportive to a certain extent to where she's done came on his channel twice. That wasn't the first time. she have been on that twice. You know what I'm saying? And he's like, he's like, yo, I'm, I'm riding with the people that, you know, show love out in these streets because there's a business. Everybody want to make money. If you're a YouTuber and you're talking about you don't want your channel to grow and be big, you're lying. Like I say, once again, why are you on YouTube making videos if you don't want to be seen? If you don't want to grow your channel to have a hundred thousand subs, a million subs, like everybody wants to do that, or else we wouldn't be on YouTube making videos. We'd just be watching, leaving comments. Everybody, I don't, I don't care what your channel is about. It could be about clipping your toenails. You you want to be the number one toenail clipping channel on YouTube? If, if you know, if you can make it happen. I mean, there, there's no there's no, I mean, Arles, why are you wasting YouTube server space <laughs> if you don't want to be seen? Well, get off YouTube then, nigga. If you don't want to make money. There's only one YouTuber that I know of that legit appears to not want to make money. Sarge Willie Pete. That nigga been on YouTube for over a decade and has, to my knowledge, has never turned on that monetization. He he's like the only one that legit doesn't want to make money off YouTube. He wants to be seen, but I don't think—I mean—in in terms of people watching his videos, but you know, because he doesn't show himself, but he doesn't—he doesn't make money. Even though, if he turned that monetization on, you know, he could probably be pulling in five thousand, at least five thousand a month easily. But whatever. I think—I think I that's think what it boils down to. I think—I think black folks just suck at YouTube, man, and they're really pissed at this white chick. Is able to out YouTube everybody in the space because she learned from the from the the current greatest reigning U- black YouTuber in the space, Kevin Samuels. Like I say, from what I've heard, she went and dropped the bag on him, and we all know Kevin ain't wasn't cheap. Wasn't he charging like five hundred dollars, eight hundred dollars to do a consultation with his ass on whatever he was talking about? So can you imagine how much money? And I can I can I have a rough idea cuz I was talking to another YouTuber yesterday. This YouTuber told me that he was th- he, at one point he was thinking about paying Tasha K to see if she could sit down and interview him so he could talk about his business or whatever he got going on. He said Tasha K was charging niggas $20,000 for stuff like that. Like if you want to be featured on Tasha K's channel where she could talk to you about whatever it is you got going on because you want to go on there, not because she invited you, but because you want to go on her platform. He says Tasha Kay is charging 20 bands for that. 20 bands. You know what I'm saying? So if she's charging 20,000, I can only imagine. I, I, it, it makes sense to me that maybe Kevin Samuels, if you want to get the game from him on how to be the best YouTuber you could be, I wouldn't be shocked if he was charging ten to twenty thousand dollars as well. I mean, I, I I wouldn't shock me because he has that many subscribers. He has so many people watching his videos. Like he, Kevin Samuel's mastered YouTube. He figured it out after he went viral off that one video. He figured out he figured out the recipe, and he mastered it. how could Kevin Samuels actually help someone's YouTube career? I don't know. He give them all the trade secrets. I don't I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> Cause like I say, I heard, uh, I'm just going to, this, this is what I'm assuming. If you're going to go pay Kevin or pearly, they're probably going to tell you what microphones you need. I mean, a lot of the stuff you could probably go research. Here's the thing. A lot of the information, you can go research it on your own. It's kind of like with my tech stuff that I teach. People pay me, uh, you know, a significant amount of of money each month for me to teach them IT. Everything that I teach them, they can go research it on their own. But here's the thing. Nobody wants to spend the time to research it. People would rather pay somebody who has done the research for them and put it together in a nice package. So all you got to do is just buy the package, open the box, and boom, you off to the races. It's kind of like a, a, a MacBook. People be like, why do people pay two, $3,000 for a MacBook? It's because when you buy and open it up, you hit the power button, it starts working immediately. You don't have to go out there and build a, build a computer. And Look, I work in IT, so I know how this stuff works. You don't have to build a computer, order you a graphics card, do all this other crazy stuff. You buy, you, you, you're paying for... As soon as you open that product up out the box, hit that power button, log into your network, boom, you you, you off to the you off to the races. You surfing the internet like a boss. You ain't got to sit here and do all this crazy stuff. People would rather people people want pre built solutions is what I'm telling you. Nobody wants to go out there and research and do all because, like I say, there's a thousand YouTube videos you can go watch that'll teach you about lights. And what happened, you know, teach you about mics, lights. Uh, there's other videos that, that'll teach you about pre- how, to, how to present yourself on camera in terms of stage presence. You know, all this, but here's the problem. You might you might fall down a damn rabbit hole watching these things. You ever just find yourself watching one video about about a topic? The next thing you know, you don't you don't watch about 20 damn videos in a row and you still don't know what the hell you want to do? That's, that's how it be, man. So people, they might go to Kevin. Kevin probably got everything laid out. I, I, would, I, would, I would venture Kevin had all this stuff written down somewhere. Because he was on YouTube for a while. So I'm pretty sure he wrote all the things down that made him successful. I, I, I can promise you he probably did this. And I know because lead attorney did it. Lead attorney wrote everything down, which allowed him to start selling a YouTube course. And lead attorney, his course cost like $1,000. Right. Thousand bucks or something, at least a thousand dollars. But he had that. He wrote a lot of stuff down. Because he knew. You can go out there, spend hours and hours watching all these YouTube channels about how to grow a YouTube channel. Or I'm just going to pay this nigga a thousand dollars or pay Kevin ten, twenty thousand dollars. He give me the whole solution right there. I just got to open the box up and, and, and quote unquote, press the go button. Do what he told me to do. You took. I, I, I would imagine Kevin took the guesswork out of it for her. That that's what I'm. That's what I'm imagining. Because like I say, with my IT business, it's kind of the same. I'm not making nowhere near the money. <laughs> I wish I was. But with my IT business, where I teach tech, it's kind of the same. Like like I, like I say, everything I teach, somebody can go research the stuff themselves. I done done damn it. I done done. Let me see about two or three hundred consultations. Ever since October, ever since I started teaching it, offering that as a part of my service where I'm teaching people over the internet, I've literally done about two or 300 consultations. Everybody that I've done a consultation with, they all know they can go research this stuff themselves. But I want to say out of those two or 300, I've probably had about 75 people just flat out tell me they they would rather just learn it from me. They they, they don't want to go research it themselves. They would rather pay me the money to tell it to them then for them to spend countless hours trying to research this stuff to try to make it make sense. So like I said, I see this at my level and what I do so I can only imagine Kevin did that and put her on game, but she was just willing to invest. But like I said, when she probably went to Kevin, Kevin probably already had over close to a million, if not over a million subscribers at the time. She came through with the bag Now, some of y'all are gonna be like, where she get the money from mommy and daddy? Well, yeah, <laughs> you know, cause you know, that's, that's another thing. People are like, Oh, she came in here with money. Well, if you come from a family that has money and, they, and they're willing to invest some money into you, why is that a bad thing? Is, isn't that what we all would want to do? I mean, what is this whole talk about generational wealth? We want to create generational wealth. Well, what's the point of creating generational wealth? The point of creating generational wealth is so that you can pass down assets to future generations that they can financially benefit off of, right? That, that's the whole point. But before you pass on, don't you want to, wouldn't it be nice if you got to a point in your life where you had enough money that if your child came up to you, you can cut them a check to help them out in whatever they got going on? They'd be like, hey, dad, hey, mom, I want to go buy this car. And instead of you saying, well, go get a job, go out there, work your little minimum wage jobs, and you grind it like I did. Go out there and grind like I did. But what what if your child is a straight A student doing all the right things? Ain't in trouble? Maybe he got a part-time job. But he's like, hey, Pops, I've been working, I've saved up 5000 dollars I want to go get this car. It costs 10. If you got the extra five, wouldn't it be nice if you can give your child the extra five? Because he's already showed he or she's already showed initiative that. They're, they're you know, a a somewhat responsible young adult. So if Pearlie came into the game and daddy was like, all right, I'm going to cut you this check for 20 bands, And then she took that 20, gave it to Kevin Samuels. Kevin Samuels gave her the game in a box. She just opened the box and boom, the solution was right there. She hit the button, did everything he said do. Now now she's doing crazy numbers. I bet your mom I bet you her mom and dad ain't complaining about that twenty thousand that that investment probably came back a hundredfold for them but regardless the excuse is well her peoples came into the game I mean she came into the game with money because of her family well what's wrong with that that that's what we all talk about right we all want to find ourselves in a position to where we can give our children an advantage so that they don't have to be out there on struggle status getting it out the mud like a real nigga why why get it out the mud if, if you can afford to uh prevent your children from rolling around in the mud assuming that you know they've demonstrated you know they're, they're they're responsible young people you know what i'm saying so i don't fault her parent. her parents did what they're supposed to do if if that's how it went but she took but if it, assuming that's the case mommy and daddy gave her money she took that, like I say, I don't know what the number is. We're just going to roll with the safe number of 20 because that's based off of what Tasha Kay is charging people to go on her show. Let's just say she did break Kevin off 20 bands to teach her the game. Nigga, that was a hell of an investment. She done flipped 20000 and turned it into a few million dollars off of a YouTube channel. That was a hell of an investment that was worth every penny, assuming you know that's how it all went down because obviously when she came into this thing i don't know her whole background i think she started off on tiktok i don't know how serious she took the whole tiktok thing but whatever but when she came into this youtube thing she appears to have approached this we gonna run this like we gonna do this like a business and run it up what do i gotta do man like i can go out there and struggle and try to build an audience one subscriber at a time or I'm gonna just go to a I'm just gonna go to the most popular person on YouTube right now, who just happens to be this, this black dude with glasses on named Kevin. And I'm gonna pay him some money to get his expertise on how he grew his channel so I can come out and get it booming. But the rest of us, to include me, we come out here. I ain't paying them niggas nothing, man. Oh, F Kevin Samuels. I never said F. Kevin Samuels. I ain't never hated on a guy's success. You know, I thought he was a little suspect, but I ain't never hated on his success. I, I I will. I can't stand firm in that. I ain't never hated on anybody's success who grew. I've never even hit the, you know, I've never even hit the thumbs down button on a video before. I'm talking about I don't been on YouTube for years. I've had a YouTube account for years. I've literally never thumbs down a video. Like, I, I, I just think that's just a form of hating if i don't like your video i'm just not gonna i'm not gonna do any i'm not gonna hit any buttons i'm just not gonna watch it (laughs) but anyways but that's what that's what it appears to be man which is why i say do black youtubers suck because we got niggas who've been in this space over coming up on a decade and niggas haven't we just haven't figured it out she came in it's not even three years old yet y'all and she done figured out how to grow a channel to over a million subs Doing over a million something dollars a year because she probably came into this thing business minded. Like, like I say, everybody thinks attractiveness is what's supposed to get you there. This is a very attractive woman, six to goddess. You, you can't deny it. that chick is a nine. Danica Marie, that's another attractive chick, right? But Pearl, oh, Pearly, <laughs> Pearly, a strong four. pearly is a strong four out in these streets right but her brain and her business youtube acumen that shit is a solid 10 a solid 10 undeniable 10 the brain and the youtube acumen undeniable 10s across i mean talking about nigga when she out there in front of the olympic judges they putting up 10s every time undeniable 10. You you can't deny it. It just makes me wonder, do black YouTubers suck, man? Oh, yeah, Pearlie, in the the physical looks department, she a strong four. (laughs) She a strong four. You know, that's it. I can't go no higher than four. But with that YouTube brain... That YouTube brain, that shit is a 10 on top of 10 all day long. Do you think YouTube pushes certain YouTube creators? I don't know. Here's the thing. Everybody got these conspiracy theories about YouTube. Now, I'm not going to say that some of them aren't valid because we know YouTube, they be on some funny business because it is a company in a liberal city That probably got a bunch of liberal employees that work for it so if you're a conservative out there over the past couple years you've probably felt the sting of some of the the dirty tactics some of these liberal employees at youtube were probably pulling but here's the main thing about youtube when it comes to pushing content creators i don't know if they like i say i don't i don't know if there's any hardcore evidence to support the claims that youtube purposely pushes people right Everybody says it, but nobody has any proof. It's just like when everybody says YouTube is shadow banning me. You ain't got no proof. Maybe people just aren't watching your videos. Like that's, that's, that's more than likely to, you know, when people say I'm being shadow banned, no, what's really going on is nobody's interested in watching your videos or interest in your videos is declining. That, that's what it is. I've noticed it with my channel, the G Dizzle channel. I mean, this is what it is. Somebody, somebody else more interesting comes along and their their attention gets pulled over here. But what it is when it comes to YouTube pushing people, the algorithm pushes people. So if you got a video that does some numbers, you get a bunch of people to watch it, whether it's organic or you paid for, However you ha- however you had to get people to watch that damn video, YouTube is going to start pushing that video in front, pushing more of your content in front of people's faces. I mean, it it's just kind of snowballs from there. This is this is part of the reason why Angry Man was able to grow his channel so rapidly. He took advantage of the YouTube Shorts. It wasn't because YouTube was like, "Oh, we're finally going to give Angry Man a shot." No, he probably made a YouTube short that had a catchy ass title, and it got it got placed in the little shorts thing. You know, when you go to open up your YouTube app, they got the little button that you just watch straight shorts. They probably got thrown up in there. A bunch of people saw it, and then this you know, but people just start checking his stuff out, and then you go watch some of his stuff. He was doing reaction videos to, to a bunch of TikToks and other crap. And this is around the time YouTube was like, Hey, everybody, sign up for shorts. Short, 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 because they're trying to compete with TikTok. So I think it was like the perfect storm for him, but regardless it's not really about youtube per se the algorithm you know about the algorithm the algorithm well there actually is an algorithm out there (laughs) nobody knows how it works because uh unless you work for google and you're one of the software developers or google engineers those are the only people that actually know how the algorithm works everybody else is just bumping their gums talking especially black folks and black youtube that don't work in tech They have no clue how the algorithm works because I work in tech and I have no clue exactly how the algorithm works. All right. Because here's the thing. Algorithms are like this. Algorithms are like the secret sauce. Anybody ever go to Atlanta? You go, go downtown to uh, the park. I can't remember the Centennial park. They got the Coca-Cola museum out there. You go in there, you learn about the history of Coca-Cola the next, you know, they take you to this one floor and you just get to drink all types of different flavors of Coca-Cola. They got this one flavor from this country in Africa. Tastes like crap. I mean, it just happens to be a, but it happens to be a country in Africa that likes this flavor, but you'll know it when you taste it. Anyway. But anyways, Coca-Cola, they don't let anybody know the secret formula to make a Coke. That is the most treasured possession of that company is that damn formula for how they mix up that Coca-Cola. Like you mess around and try to sneak that formula out that building, <laughs> you might come up missing in these streets. Like they don't play. That formula is heavily guarded. Heavily guarded. So algorithms for websites are like secret formulas, secret recipes. YouTube algorithm is different from Twitter's. This is why this is why uh um Elon Musk is adamant about opening up the algorithm opening up the code for twitter so people can see exactly how this website functions because the algorithm which promotes certain people on twitter which which will help you get a blue check faster yada 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 before elon took over that's the secret sauce to the website same thing with youtube that's the secret sauce so nobody knows how it works unless you work for YouTube and you're a so, you're a software developer, Google engineer, or something. You know, somebody has to deal with that damn algorithm. The rest of us we're just making guesstimates about what we think is going on. But what Google has let be known is that the more in the more views, the more interactions your content has, which is why people are so adamant about hitting the like button. Listen to all your favorite content creators. They always tell you to hit that like button. They get pissed. They get more pissed if you don't hit that like button than they do at donations, because they know hitting that like button helps, quote unquote, feed the algorithm, which adds to your engagement. And then you factor all this crap in that—that's what helps your video get seen. And then that—that's that. You know, the, you mess around and get a viral a couple. Of, you know, one or two viral videos, you could be you could be off to off to outer space with YouTube. And then people will be turning around, man, YouTube just pushing them no, no, it's a combination, and once it it starts with the content creator and the type of content created, how they put their thumbnails together, how they put their titles together on their videos, then were they able to capture people's attention in like the first five seconds of the damn video like that's extremely important as well, in case you guys don't know because uh, 'cause cause there's they got metrics that show you audience retention. And then, you know, depending on the number of comments, thumbs up, and how many times this thing has been shared, that's what gets you sent off in the outer space on YouTube. When she went to Kevin Samuels, and she got the game from Kevin, Kevin probably told her, you need these mics, you need these lights, you need to uh, present yourself in this manner, um uh, you need to do this with your thumbnails you need to do this you need to do this with your videos you need to get straight to the point within this this x amount of seconds in the video you ever, you ever watch um what's his name uh Brandon Tate uh Brandon Tatum how uh, he'll open up his videos and he will be like he, as soon as the video opens up Brandon uh, Brandon Tatum will be like I can't believe they said that then mess you know his intro video comes off like two or three seconds then he gets into the video. That's a strategy right there. Right? The capture, like, ooh, I wanna know what what'd she say? And you stick around and, you know, the odds of you sticking around to watch the video kinda go up. <laughs> Cause you wanna know what she say? What she say? Let that crack ass cracker say. <laughs> That's how it works, man. But Pearl has mastered this. The rest of us, we come on YouTube, we start late. We have a live stream scheduled for 8.30. We don't show up to about 10.45 at night. When we do cut up, when we do show up, our microphones is janky. Our cameras suck. Are we playing copyrighted music for 30 minutes? Shout out to Angry Man. I watched his last live stream. This nigga had a whole concert for 45 minutes before the video, before he got to his topic. I'm not, I'm not even making this up. Go look at his, his video where he was talking about something about the pro black Kangs is mad at Miss Pearly Thangs. So well, that was the name of the video. Your man, Angry Man, played music for 45 minutes straight before he got to the topic. This nigga had a whole solo verses taking place. He over here battling himself for 45 minutes. I was like, bruh, I can under, you know, because <laughs> uh, I heard Citizen Lou go in on, um, on Reg the Bad Guy about two weeks ago, talking about how Reg be doing 20 minutes. I'm like, shit, Angry Man doing damn near whole hours around here. I mean, it was, that nigga, that nigga literally was on there for 45 minutes, just, 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 with, with, with his, you know, just had his hair in his hand, rapping in the mirror, like, like he's shooting the music video. I'm like, get to the, that's why I don't be, that's why I can only watch Angry Man's videos after he's done with the live stream, because I can fast forward through all that crap. Yeah, Angry Man was Angry Man was up there doing a Versus concert with himself. I was like, I was like, bruh. <laughs> 45 minutes? Nigga, get the video started. <laughs> you say that's why you had to unsubscribe? <laughs> yeah. I think that was one of the reasons why I initially unsubscribed. Well, I don't think I ever unsubscribed. I just stopped watching him. Because I was like, I'm like, bruh, I'm I'm talking about this nigga put a whole album on. He'll he'll go out there and get 50 cents uh, ready to die, uh, get rich or die trying. He'll play the whole album, skits and everything. (laughs) I'd be like, like, what are you doing, man? Start the show. Yeah. Well, you know, that's what we do. You know what I'm saying? You know, we do stuff like that. But it still ain't producing these numbers, man. So it's just like, maybe, do we do we suck at YouTube? And Like I say, I say we, I'm, I'm including myself into this. Do we as black YouTubers suck at YouTube? Do we just suck? Because we're not, the majority of us aren't willing to put in the the, the, the necessary money and energy to, to, to uh, treat this thing like the, uh, Like a like a a real business, because this can be a side business, which has the possibility of turning into a full. You can make a full time. You can make a full time living off YouTube, and I'm not even talking about making a hundred thousand dollars a month. Man, if you manage to make, let's just say, let's just say you're making fifty thousand dollars a year off YouTube, that's a full time income for most people in America. Fifty thousand dollars. You can you can legit. Quit your job and be a full-time YouTuber at like $50,000 a year off YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Like theoretically, you could do that. You don't, like I say, when people talk about being full-time YouTubers, I think a lot of y'all think you got to be making hundreds of thousands of dollars. No, you could could be a full-time YouTuber at $50,000. Because all you got to do is factor in how much money do you need to pay your bills? and sustain, sustain your current lifestyle whatever you whatever your job pay you figure out how to make that on youtube you could theoretically quit now, i don't advise you doing that but if you wanted to that option could be there at fifty thousand dollars a year not a month a year maybe even less than that But well, i don't think we treat it as a business man about a $4 million property for no jumper. well, He can afford it. I know people be hating on DJ Vlad. DJ Vlad be pay- DJ Vlad, you know what I mean, man? Y'all think Boosie be going on DJ Vlad for free? I think, I, I heard somebody say about a week ago that Vlad be paying Boosie like $10,000 or something like that. Now, if you got enough money to pay a rapper 10 bands to come sit down and do an interview with you, how much money Vlad making, man? Matter of fact, we're going to look at it right now. Let's go to, let's go to our favorite uh, Russian, DJ Vlad. Vlad out here booming too. This is his channel right here. Vlad out here doing, just just Pearly out here doing Vlad numbers, y'all. Look at that. Vlad been on YouTube since 2006. He came in YouTube early in the game. Like early, early. Pearl already doing the same type of numbers he's doing. So he can afford to pay people to come down and sit down and do them interviews, man. Cause he know he going to run it up. That's why he chop them up like that. He chop them up. One video might be like 30 videos for an interview. Take you a whole six months to get through one damn interview. Unless you go sign up for his membership. But Vlad, I think Vlad only charges like, I think Vlad only charges like $5 for his, for his memberships. Yeah. Vlad only charges five bucks, and then you can go skip the you can go watch the whole video for five dollars. Now he got Vlad got five point four six million subscribers. I'm willing to bet out of five point out of five. I mean what I say, out of almost five point five million subscribers. I'm willing to bet Vlad probably got about a hundred thousand people paying him five dollars a month to, to, to be a, to, to join his membership. It wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me if he had close to a hundred thousand people paying him five I mean it's only five dollars. That ain't nothing. most people can afford five dollars a month and then that gets you access to the full interview so you don't have to wait for him to drop a new episode every day. I can easily see him getting about a hundred thousand people to pay him $5 a month easily. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, do we suck at this YouTube thing? I think we do. And like I say, I include myself in that. I think we do. I don't, I think we just treat it as play play. Like I said, and this obviously this ain't everybody, but I think we treat it as play play. But what I will say with everybody, I think these topics we focus on, like even if you look at the YouTubers who got a hundred, like Angry Man, Anton Daniels, even you know, the Jason Blacks, I think black centric topics can only go so far. Because when you look at Kevin Samuels, a million plus subs. That wasn't just all black folks. I, 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 I'm I, willing to bet out of the million subs Kevin Samuels had, I'm willing to bet probably ha- I'm willing to bet 400,000, if not 500,000 were probably non-black people. Like half his channel was probably non-black people. I'm willing to bet that was, that's what it was. These black centric topics. Yes, I know you just want to talk to your peoples and that's cool. But I, I just think that I think there's a I think there's a, a cap on how high you can go with that. You know what I'm saying? I think there's a ceiling on that to a certain extent. Especially if you like really blacken it up where, where you you're talking about catching flights on niggas. <laughs> You 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 uh you doxing you know all the all the all the things we do to turn up the ratchet meter, right? You doxing niggas, catching flights and pulling up on niggas. Y'all know how we do. I think that level of black YouTube, that uh, uh being a black YouTuber has a cap. Now you can still talk about black relationships and stuff like that because Kevin proved it. But you gotta be more polished and professional. You can you can't be catching flights on niggas. You can't be talking about pull up nigga. You can't be doxing niggas, little kids, and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? You gotta you gotta you gotta turn the ratchet meter off and just be a black person. Yeah, you're talking about some black topics, but you gotta cut the ratchetness off. You can't be a real nigga. I think a lot of us want to be real niggas and real being a real nigga is only going to get you so far in black YouTube, man. You're not going to be able to do what pearly things is doing or what Kevin was doing. I mean, you might not want to, that's fine, but I'm just saying, everybody's obsessed with subscriber supremacy. We all want that, you know, we all we all want to get our silver play button and our gold play button. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we can, so we can, so we can put it in the background every time we do a video as a way of flexing on niggas. That's the only reason people show that thing just to flex on other people. Look what I got! I'm a handful of people in the world, literally. Because you think about all the YouTubers out there, and then all the YouTubers that got over a hundred thousand subscribers, you're literally like a handful of people in the grander scheme of things. You know what I'm saying. But yeah, you gotta you gotta you gotta uh you gotta turn you, know, you gotta you gotta soften it up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Cause because if you want to take it to that next level, you gotta get some of them Hispanic eyeballs and white eyeballs to watch this. This is the way it is. If you want to be a big YouTuber in terms of subscribers and all that, and don't you know don't discount subscribers because I know people be like, oh, subscribers. I mean if if you got a lot of subscribers, and you got a lot of views. You can make a lot of money. Like, let's, let's just stop fronting. Yes, you can be a small channel and make more money than channels with a hundred thousand subs. Like that is extremely possible. It's very possible. Oftentimes, you got to sell a product or you know some other crap going on. But you know, if you ain't got no product to offer other than your opinions, you know, you gotta you gotta you gotta get out there and and, and work those those YouTube twinkle toes, man, and get it booming out here. Just going, you know, just, just going full blown Negro mode, pulling up on niggas and catching flights. I think, I think there's a cap to that. Because within 10 years, we ain't really seen nobody do it. We ain't seen nobody really like move up. I mean, yeah, we we've just we've just seen niggas start hitting six six hundred uh hitting a hundred thousand subscribers. Angry Man just hit over a hundred thousand a few months ago. O'Shea hit 100,000 like two years ago. He was on, you know, I don't know how long he was on YouTube. I think he was on YouTube for like four years before that. There's only only one other black YouTuber that actually hit a million subs before Kevin. Anybody know who that is? Anybody know who the other black YouTuber that makes black content that hit one million subs before Kevin Samuels? Anybody know who that was? I'm going to let y'all take a guess. Who is the black YouTuber? Nope, it wasn't Tommy. Who is the black YouTuber that makes black content for the peoples that hit 1 million subs before Kevin Samuels? It was Phil from the Advise Show. Phil from the Advise Show hit 1 million subs before Kevin Samuels did. In case y'all didn't know that. Phil is a pro-black, pan-Africanist. Phil been on YouTube for a 1,000 years, y'all. I remember he opened up his plaque. He was crying and all types of stuff. But Phil, African Diaspora News. He hit he he had a million subs before Kevin. And he talks about black stuff too. But he's been on YouTube since 2012. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Phil was the first one. Yup, Phil hit him. Yeah, he had a whole video where he uh let me see if I can find it. He had a whole video showing off his plaque. Like he was sitting, you know, sitting on the edge of the tub crying and shit. Right here, he did. Look, he hit he a four year. Here's the video right here. Let me make it bigger. Hold on. (laughs) Phil hit a million subs four years ago. He was he was the first one in Black YouTube that I know of that hit one million subs. But boy Phil had to put some work in y'all Phil had to put some work in for that phil was phil was 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 humping and jumping as a youtuber it paid off because I'm pretty sure Phil making some pretty Phil got over five thousand videos on this channel it paid off but boy was he because I came to discover Phil when he had Phil had like, he had like 150,000 subs when I I first discovered him. So I watched him blow up to a million. Nobody celebrated him like they did Kevin, but he was the first one in black, because Phil was a part of black YouTube. He used to be, he used to be, uh, I think he used to be on O'Shea's channel back in the day. O'Shea used to manage his channel. So Phil is, is part of the black manosphere and black YouTube. But he was the first one. Out of our circle to hit 1 million subscribers. Now look at Phil. Phil out here pushing $200 memberships. I'm talking about Phil. Get your money, player. $99 memberships. Jewel, he got lost children. Phil all Phil all the way in, pro bliggity Black. You know why? Because Phil probably making some cheese off this. He got a whole check mark next to let's go look at your uh, thing, Phil. See how much, see how much money you making out in these streets, Phil. Oh, Phil, you know, Phil, Phil doing all right. He probably making more than this. Phil probably making more than that. i probably say Phil probably pushing close to a million a year. I don't know. Then but he ain't doing the views like that. So maybe I don't know. Well, we'll say whatever. Let's just say he's making only half a million. That's still good. That's still good. You you can live real good off half a million dollars a year. <laughs> you can you can live really good off half a million. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that's that's very good. You know what I'm saying? Feel like here doing a damn thing. But I think we might just suck at YouTube, man. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I think. I think black people. I think we suck at YouTube. The mo- the majority of us, because we're just not willing to to invest into this thing and treat it like a business. O'Shea says it all the time. I agree with him. I agree with him. Pearly looked like she came into the game. Was like, yo, I'm to treat it like a business from the jump. I'm going to go slum with these Negroes. I'm pretty sure that's what she was thinking. I'm going to go slum with the Negroes. I don't think she was thinking that. It's just weird when I hear black people say that about themselves. It's like, how come you can't show yourself self-esteem? Like these white, like, do y'all think Kevin Samuels was like, oh, probably is coming to slum with me so she can learn off, learn how to be a successful YouTuber. I don't think Kevin Samuels was thinking that. I think Kevin Samuels, when he saw Pearlie pop up and she, she was like, yo, I want to pay you, I, I wanted to bet Kevin probably thought, man, I'm the shit. I'm so damn good. I got white folks who want to come learn from me. Even though all I do is talk about black relationships and black men, black women stuff, my YouTube skills are so impeccable that I got everyday American pie white girls wanting to pay me to learn how to be be a successful YouTuber. I'm pretty sure Kevin didn't say, oh, the white people are coming to slum with me. I, I don't think, I highly doubt Kevin downed himself like that. But you'll hear so many other black people, oh, they just want to slum with you. Like, why would you say that about yourself? He said he had a lot of non-blacks hitting him up. I, I bet you they were, because they saw, like, man, this dude is really doing it. He got, got 20,000 people watching his live stream videos. He out here doing a damn thing. Obviously, he knows he's going to figure this thing out. And like I say, when it comes to stuff like this, you you can spend hours watching YouTube videos for free 99. Why do that? Well, you can just go pay somebody who's already figured it out, and they can just give you the package, and all you got to do is just open up the package. And the instructions, step-by-step instructions, are written in the package. You just got to do it. It's going to cost you some money. But if you do everything they tell you to do, you're going to get the results that you paid for. And Pearlie, it it, it seemed like she she was ready to drop that bag. It seemed like she did. Whatever that bag, however much that bag costs, she dropped it. And it's paying dividends on top of dividends, on top of dividends. The rest of us, we want to get it out the mud we real niggas. Fuck that. I'm tired of being a real nigga. (laughs) I'm tired of being a real nigga. Being a real nigga takes too long. (laughs) It's too much work to be a real nigga. Fuck that. I'd rather pay somebody for the solution so I can get to the money and get back to doing whatever the hell I was doing. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. So maybe we suck as YouTubers, y'all. That's the whole message here. Maybe we suck because we just don't want to do what's necessary, what has to be done to be great so we can make the money. Because here's the thing. When you're making that type of money on YouTube, you know, you're probably not going to care what other people are talking about too much because you're going to be too focused on how can you make more content so you can make more money or at least keep the current money coming in. You know what I'm saying? Like, or or I need to keep making content because I got people to pay. I got things I got to do. I got, you know, yada, yada, yada. I don't don't think you're really going to get too distraught and irate over a white person saying maybe they embellish parts of slavery, you know, to make it to make it seem worse than what it actually was yeah it was worse but people are probably sprinkling stuff on top of it that to make it look like it was even worse than what it really was i I don't think you will get too bent out of shape over that you because like i said when i first heard it i was like "Eh, i understand what she's saying i didn't see the issue because i like i say you can run down examples of people who always embellish stuff yeah it'll be a tragedy and it'll be like I say, Tyrese, Tyree Nichols, the guy that got killed in Memphis by the cops, uh, the beat the beat up uh, about a month or two ago. Tragic, very bad. Yeah, can't deny it. It was extremely bad. Cops got to go to jail. But don't. But let's not let's not act like there are niggas out there who are like taking that story, and then they're over here adding extras to it. And when I say extras, they're adding extras to make it seem like. You're about to be the next Tyree Nichols. You're about to be the next George Floyd. As soon as you walk out your house, you're going to get ran down on some white people or a cop and they're going to kill you. It's like, no, no, that's probably not going to happen. Cop pull you over. You're over there shaking. Oh, Lord, please don't kill me, Mr. Like, no, all you got to do is just roll your window down. Don't be making any sudden movements. You know? Get your damn license and registration out and handle the damn paperwork. If everything is clean and legit, you're going to get a ticket or a warning. And that's normally how it works for like 99% of the population, regardless of their race. All day, every day. Somebody says the jury just voted to indict Trump. Uh-oh, let's see. They ain't messing with my mans. Hold on, let me check. Trump indicted by New York Grand jury. Oh, shit, they actually did. Now, an indictment doesn't mean nothing. That don't mean he'll be found guilty. That just means, I don't know, don't get me the line. I ain't no damn lawyer. But I put it like this. People get indicted, well, I, I would imagine people get indicted all the time. That doesn't mean that it's automatic guilt. And let's keep it a buck. This is politically motivated. He's getting indicted because he paid off a porn star, so that she wouldn't open her mouth about them having sex. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, it it should be a lot of people going to jail or getting indicted if, if that was the case. That's that's Trump though. He'll be all right. Somebody say Willie D happened. Yeah. Like I say, this, 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 uh, this, affa- this, this affair, or whatever happened. When did that Stormy Daniels thing happen? Like, um, it happened like back in 2016 ish or something like that. They wait till, they wait till the year before, you know, everybody starts announcing that they're going to run for an election. and all of a sudden they want to indict him as if this isn't politically motivated. But like I say, He's getting indicted because he paid off a chick to prevent her from running her mouth about an affair or whatever sexual relationship they were having. Like, like literally, that's what he's being indicted over, y'all. Hush money. Now, they're saying that the hush money came from campaign funds. I, I'm i leaning towards I highly doubt that it did. It did. But, you know, that's that's what they're doing. Hush money. You paid a girl to be quiet so your wife wouldn't find out you were sleeping with this other chick. Like they're really trying to put a president in jail over that. They're really just trying to get him Here's the thing. Let's just say they they take him to trial and find him guilty. You know, you can still run for president locked up in jail. Like there is no rule saying that you can't run for office. Y'all do know that. There are only like three rules that you let me see. There's only like three things that you have to do to run for president. You got to be at least 35 years old. You have to be a natural born citizen and you have to have lived in the United States for at least 14 years. Those are the only things, those are the only things you need to do to run for president. Don't say nothing about a criminal conviction on there. You can have a full blown criminal record and run for president. All you have to do is just meet these three qualifications. Be 35, a natural born citizen and have lived in the United States for at least 14 years. That's, and that's, that's the constitution saying that. Those are the only three things you need to run for president. So let's just say they did try to put him in jail. He could theoretically be locked up in his cell running for president, (laughs) but guess what? Let's just say they do try to put him in jail. What do y'all think these hardcore conservatives are going to do? Oh, they coming out the woodwork. They might not like Trump, but everybody sees what this what it is. It's, it's, it's an overt abuse of power that's taking place. That if you're one of these people and you, you claim to be a conservative, regardless of how far right wing you are, or whatever, or even if you're a moderate, like, you know, somewhat like me to where, you know, I'm kind of center right. That should be enough to anger you to be like, damn, y'all are really trying to lock people up for hush money. And we know why you're doing it, because y'all were looking into this uh, uh, almost six, seven years ago. Y'all do know he ran for president. He got elected almost seven years ago. This was around like six, seven years ago. Why are y'all waiting till now when you had six? I mean, you mean to tell me six, seven years you couldn't put this together? So, we all know why they're doing it. And this should make people, this should get people motivated to just, vote. even if you don't like to do, just just to, just, to vote, just to be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like not, like this is some complete BS. Like, this is extremely politically motivated. You know what I'm saying? But that, that's it. So, they can indict them. It doesn't really, can't stop them from running for president. <laughs> You know I mean, you all right, y'all. I gotta go. I got, I gotta go. I gotta teach my class. I gotta start teaching my class in about 30 minutes. So I gotta go get some food, put it in my stomach real quick. But, uh, you know, for the rest of y'all, man, just, you know, if you want to be a YouTuber, you know, don't get mad at Pearl. Learn the game, man. I ain't say you got to go out there and drop 20 bands on, on people. I get it. everybody ain't got money like that. But if you want to be a content creator, and you want to outdo Pearl, you know, talking about her and crying about her all day, ain't going gonna, ain't gonna to hurt her. This, this chick living in a penthouse in London somewhere. You know what I'm saying? A, a penthouse in London. Money just coming in. Be better than Pearl. She's just a plain Jane looking chick. You got chicks on here with amazing figures, top notch looking like, like legit top notch looking chicks. And they still can't even do a fraction of the success that chick is doing. You know what I'm saying? Be better than her. All right? I'm out. Y'all be easy. Peace.